Welcome to the Tech Diva Success Podcast. This is a short weekly podcast that focuses on tools, processes, and best practices that truly fuel success for women in technology. We thank you for tuning in, and we hope you walk away with at least one best practice that will help you level up personally or professionally. What can you take action on that will make you 1% better? This show gives us space to grow that amazing potential you have inside of you by bringing you guests from all walks of life and allowing them to share their success secrets with you. I'm your host, Nicole Scheffler, and I consider myself a tech diva with over 15 years experience in a technology career. And I'm committed to sparking tech diva success with my collection of various books, podcasts, and projects, including our other podcast, the Diva Tech Talk podcast, which is all here to inspire you and is dedicated to women in technology. I know you're going to love it. So on with the show. Hey, this is Nicole again, your resident tech diva. And today's episode will be focused on you. You're getting a little bit of time with me dedicated to an episode on how to take 100% responsibility for your life and your career. This is a nugget that I shared on my Success Secret series, which is over on YouTube. If you haven't visited there, you can watch all of our podcasts in video format. Uh, over the past few months, we started doing that, or you can listen to audio on the older ones. And you can also subscribe to get the Success Secret series where I go into this in more detail. But today, I'm going to share with you a foundational concept that has changed my life and continues to change it as the pandemic has handed us more and more unknowns. So I assume if you're listening to this, then you are a powerful driven woman in technology or you're supporting one that is making a big impact in a male dominated field. And so balancing your career success during a pandemic may have you feeling uh, stressed. Maybe you're left in survival mode, taking care of what needs to be done, answering the emails that are required as reactive instead of being proactive in your career, proactive in owning your own success. Or maybe you really don't want to lose that momentum that you have. Maybe this is your knockout year and it just didn't come in alignment with uh, this pandemic that we're in. Well, I get it. I'm there. And during my own 15-year career and throughout this time, having a new baby during the pandemic, which I did just this September 2020, and having a toddler at home, I'm learning and applying this principle daily. And I guarantee you that if you're looking to make that impact in your career, this one fundamental principle that I'm going to share with you today is a game changer. Let's get right into it. In order to build self-esteem, we have to take full responsibility for our lives and our results. In order to build a successful career in tech, we have to take full responsibility for our lives and our results. Often, we could fall into this trap of blaming other people for how we feel and for what's happening to us. Maybe you're looking for solutions to your problems outside of yourself, and that can distract you. So it's much more effective 
to look inside ourselves and see how are we creating our own experiences through our thoughts, images, and behaviors. Taking the position that we are 100% responsible for our responses to the world gives us power. And when women are in our power, we can be owning our own career success. Everything you're currently experiencing right now in your life, that phone call you got today from your boss, that email from a friend who wanted to reconnect because they thought of you, that person that keeps taking advantage of you and asking for things and asking for things and never giving, all of those things that you're experiencing, you either created, promoted, or allowed. You are creating your experiences, your success, the quality of your relationships and your health is driven by your thoughts and your beliefs. Beliefs are really no more than thoughts that you've conditioned yourself to think over and over and over again. This is also driven from the visual images you focus on internally and externally and the resulting emotions they create and most of all your actions. And you have control of all of those. You have control over your thoughts and beliefs. You have control over these visual images and you have control over your actions, but you have to take personal responsibility for that. That is the key attitude for all personal empowerment. This is what gets me on fire for this entire project, for everything I put out there, for all this content. It's driven on this one fundamental principle. And it's to your full advantage to assume that full responsibility for the circumstances in your life, as well as how you react to circumstances and events. I invite you to think about how much your life could change if you chose to take 100% responsibility for everything that happens to you. And for a long time, I heard this and I was trying to conceptualize it. And so I'm going to talk you through a little bit on how you can really turn this switch on to start owning your success and start lighting your own fire inside you. Now, 100% seems like a lot if you act as if you were 100% responsible, whether it's true or not. If you act as if it were true, your experience of life and the results you produce will get better. So if you own your feeling, you go into a meeting and say you have a really creative idea and you were really excited and prepared and you just didn't get the chance to share it, or you didn't speak up, or someone spoke over you, or for whatever reason, you weren't able to get that idea out there. Now, you could walk out of that meeting and say, John cut me off. I didn't get a chance to give my idea to the group. Or do you leave saying, you know, I should have been more assertive in this awesome idea I had, and next time I'll make sure that I talk to the person before the meeting and make sure that I get my chance to say it because I should have just said my idea and put it on the table or asked if I could send it as a follow-up email and seeded the idea in to the very end of the meeting. And then without self-judgment or self-blame, you can focus your attention on understanding yourself and your own range of choices. All right, so... 100% responsibility can mean a lot of different things. Now, if we just act as if, let's just start acting as if we were 100% responsible. 
But if you act as if it were true, you act as if you're just owning everything around you. And I've experienced this myself. I just acted as if, you know, it's on me. My success is on me. If I'm complaining about something, my boss was really hard on me during uh, maybe a performance review. And I'm really upset about it because I wasn't clear that that was what I was supposed to do. Now, if I'm acting 100% responsible, I'm turning that on me. How could I have been more clear on the expectations of me? How could I have driven my more my own success? And then my experience of life and the results I produce would just get better by nature of me trying to be 100% responsible. It just really means own it. I'm just going to say own it. So without self-judgment or self-blame, you could focus attention on understanding yourself and your own range of choices that may be possible in any given circumstance. With this awareness, you can make educated, intentional choices because you own it. <laughs> when your choices don't result in what you want or the, how you thought they should be, you can look to understand what happened and what action you could take next rather than looking for someone or some circumstances to blame. So back to the example of the meeting, rather than coming out and saying, John cut me off and the meeting was too short and there just wasn't time on the agenda. Instead of that, you can look for solutions. This also reminds me of uh, the old phrase of going into your manager's office with the solution and not a problem. All that really is, is owning it. <laughs> Don't come in and say this happened or that happened. Own it. Say in the future, I would love to present this idea. I'm going to talk to who owns the flow of the meeting and make sure that there's some open time and they can maybe flip it to me to make sure I get this idea on the table because it's really hot right now. So that is just one example of how you can own your own success and come leading with solutions. I want to pivot and talk about something that I believe is the secret to life. <laughs> it's a simple formula that ties all of this together. It's E plus R equals O. Events plus responses equals outcomes. And let's imagine E is a whole column on a spreadsheet. And next to it on that row is column R. E is events. R is the response to these events. And the last column, when you sum E plus R, the events and their response, you get an O, an outcome. And every outcome that you experience in life is a result of how you've responded to an earlier event or events in your life. If you don't like that outcome you are getting, there are two responses. You can blame the event for your lack of results, for your poor outcome. In other words, you can blame things like the economy, the weather, gender bias, your spouse, your boss, your coworkers, and so on. There are many factors that can contribute to the outcome, but if they were the deciding factor, nobody would ever succeed. For every reason why something is not possible, there are hundreds of other people who have faced these same circumstances and succeeded. Now, the second choice you can make, the second option is that you can simply change your responses to the events. That way, you can then control and get the outcomes that you want. You can change your thinking and change your communication 
You can change those pictures that you hold in your head and you can change your behaviors. You can even break out of your conditioned responses to circumstances and increase your awareness in order to change your actions. All of these things is going to lead to a new outcome. Your point of power, your power as a woman in technology, owning your career is in your responses to every event. Just the same that that formula is the secret to life. That formula is the secret to your career. Just like our checkbook, sometimes we'll have a negative entry on there, but we hopefully will regain it by the positive entries. There will be times where there's an outcome that you don't like, but guess what? You can go back in the next time that event happens and you can change your response so that that outcome is able to overcome and negate the ones that have happened before, thus creating a more positive experience for you in your tech career. So if we imagine E or all the events in a column, R is a column and O is a column. The sum of the O column, the sum of the outputs, the outcomes of everything that happens to you every day, that's your life experience. That cumulative outcomes of everything you've done all day, the smile that you put on your child's face in the morning, the feeling of accomplishment when you nailed your presentation, the relationship that you were able to invest in because someone had a rough day and came to you. That event, someone came to you and you responded with compassion and empathy and solutions for that person. The sum of those outcomes is life. That is your life. And so there's three responses you could have any control over. The first is your behavior. It's what you say. It's how you say it. That includes what you do and maybe what you don't do. So we have your behavior, we have your thoughts, your own self-talk. Gosh, this is so important. Too often, an event happens like a presentation. And let's say we went into a a technical presentation and you told your self-talk, your event, you present. Your self-talk, your reaction to that was like, oh God, that sucked. I should have done this better. I can't believe this went wrong. It was so horrible. Your outcome is maybe feeling like you didn't do so well. You didn't perform. You're feeling sad. Maybe your boss, you're feeling in trouble. You know, maybe you didn't do so well. Maybe you didn't make the sale. (laughs) Your sales manager is mad. Well, if your self-talk, if your reaction and your thoughts and beliefs, both conscious and unconscious, are, wow, that was the best I could do. Next time, I need to make sure I work on these things. But overall, I thought that I was prepared as I could be. I went out there, I stayed positive, and I did it. And I tried, and I learned from it. A good friend of mine, and I hope she's listening to this. I'm going to make sure I tell her. Stephanie always says to me, well, what did you learn? And she's always in the back of my head going, Nicole, what did you learn? That's her response to things that makes me own it. What did I learn? It's on me. What did I learn from it? So we have your behavior. That's the reaction and response of what you said back, your thoughts, and then your visual imagery, your visual imagery, images of the past and of the future. And those three things are what allow you to shape the outcomes. So the E plus R equals O formula works really well in terms of seeing how we let other people make us feel. For example, if I said to Jane, hey, Jane, 
you have really green hair. And Jane has blonde hair. She's never had green hair. So would that make her feel bad? No, it wouldn't. Why? Because she doesn't have green hair. (laughs) So it's not what I say to Jane that affects how she feels. What Jane believes to be true about her hair before I say anything is what conditions her response to me. Now, if I said, Jane, you are so mean and selfish and you're just a cruel person, would that hurt her? Well, if she has any self-doubts about whether she's mean or selfish or cruel, then that could totally hurt her. Now, if she's clear that she is a loving, warm, generous person, then she wouldn't be hurt by any of that because she would know the truth of it, just like if I said she had green hair when she didn't. Anytime someone says something to you and you feel hurt or angry or upset, it's because at some level you have a doubt about yourself in that area. And that doubt has existed long before the person ever talked to you. And one last choice you have is your attitude. And this is about owning it. So when I say own it and taking 100% responsibility, this is really the nut of it. Let's not overcomplicate it. It's a choice. You have a choice about your attitude. If you choose A over B, you may not have great options to choose from, but you still have a choice. Make the best choice you can make. Own your choices and you can always make new ones. But remember, you choose your attitude. Every morning, my daughter, Nora, who is four, stands in front of the mirror with me and we look at a list of affirmations. And we say them out loud together. (laughs) And it's been profound, way beyond what I thought it was, writing on the mirror when I first did it. And of course, you know, I am brave, I am smart. And one of them is I can choose my attitude. And I always remind her of that when she reacts to something. When I say no (laughs) to letting 22 Barbies go in the hot tub, which was this week's debate. But her reaction choosing her attitude about it, I always kind of go back to that affirmation. So I encourage you to think about how you can choose your attitude because your attitude is a choice. By taking 100% responsibility, you don't have to give your power away to others. You can leave your job or you can change your mind about your job. You can leave your marriage or you can change your mind about marriage but it's all about taking 100% responsibility for your life and you have to give up blaming and complaining, justifying, defending, excuse making. Give up blaming things outside your circumstances for the condition of your life. You don't see anyone complaining about gravity. Why not? Because you can't change gravity. It just is. We don't complain about things that we can't change. We only complain when there's a better option available. That's why we complain about jobs, because there's another option available. People complain about the weather because they know there's better weather somewhere else. People complain about jobs because they know there's a job for them where they could be happier somewhere else. And remember, if you're complaining, you have a reference point for something better that you would prefer. If you're complaining that you just don't have enough flexibility because your job isn't letting you work from home and it's too hard to balance everything in a pandemic, for example, (laughs) then 
that's an opportunity for you to find a company that would let you work from home. I love that Martin Luther King uh, has such powerful influence and was such a great leader. But he didn't motivate people by saying, I have a complaint. His speech was entitled, I have a dream. He focused on what he wanted. So today, the best way to reflect on this is think about everything that's coming into your world as an e-entry on your spreadsheet. It's an event. You're listening to this podcast. Awesome. How are you going to react? Are you going to think about how blaming and complaining comes into your life and just heighten your sense of awareness so that you can benefit from this teaching? Are you going to go on the same way you have? Because I don't do this project for you to continue to stay in your lane. I do it so that we can level up together. I do it because I want more women to be successful out there. I want us to come together. I want to raise you up. I want you to believe in yourself. And that only happens when you take 100% responsibility and stop blaming others and own it. And then you will be able to change your self-talk into a I can do it attitude. I'm with you. I care for you. And I want you to take every minute that you have in this life and make the most of it. Whether it's with your family or working a day in your career. Because every day in your career is a day of your life. And you should make it count. And it counts when you own it. I hope the sum of your outcomes is nothing but positive, beautiful vibrations that will flow and light up more women and technology to drive success. If you like this episode, make sure to get my mommy's book, Powers at Success. That's right. You heard it from the Tech Diva in training. You can grab my book where I go above and beyond what was in this episode, Pillars of Success with Jack Canfield, where I contributed a chapter on engaging and empowering women in tech. So check it out. Let me know how you're putting this into practice. I can't wait to hear about how this helped you. It's an incredible theory that I use every single day. And remember my daughter, I can choose my attitude. It's changed my life, and I know it will change yours. Have a wonderful day. Thank you again for listening, and we really hope this sparks something in you that you can use to manifest more success in your life. Please give us a rating or review. We would love to see how the show has inspired you. You can also connect with Tech Diva Success on Twitter, Insta, and Facebook. We're very easy to find under that name, and we hope this episode was fire for you. 